Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. We live in a world of fees. Airlines, hotels, food delivery, and especially car dealers all charge excessive last-minute fees. When you want something badly enough, it feels like your only choice is to pay up. But what if you had a choice to take a stand instead? At Carvana, we believe in treating you better. With zero hidden fees, you can drive off without feeling ripped off. That's what it means to live fearlessly with Carvana. There's an underdog story happening today in America. Small businesses are fighting to make a comeback, but in the moment they have the least, they're giving the most. They're rallying communities and neighborhoods, yet asking for little in return. Well, it's time we gave back. Small Unites is making it simple for everyone to take action and support the small businesses that unite us all. Find out how you can donate, shop, and share today at smallunites.org. Hey guys, Ryan Satin here from Wrestling Sheet Radio, and it's time to celebrate. The Adam Curlow Show just hit its 10-year anniversary, and Adam is kicking it off in style. Join Adam this week as he welcomes late-night talk legends Jimmy Kimmel on The Adam Carolla Show and Jay Leno on CarCast. Congratulations, Adam. Download The Adam Carolla Show and CarCast every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. 
Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. To Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief, Ryan Satin, and uh, I'm sitting in a different chair for those of you watching the video, and that's because we've got the full... <laughs> Don't adjust your set. Yeah, I feel weird because I'm not looking like... <laughs> I feel like I should be impersonating you right now. Yeah. Like... Hey, everyone. Hey. Ryan Satin here. <laughs> uh, but I am here with my uh, co-host, the full old-school Sheet Podcast yeah. team, uh, Jamie Iovine. Hey, guys. Uh, Elijah Bates. Hello, guys. And... Drum roll, please. Really? Wow. I was hoping you were going to do this. I kind of. But it's going to be an actual one. I'm going to throw in there. And oh, wow. I feel like that's the, what we used to do. I was, you know what? I thought driving here, I was like, he might do it. And he's in. And gl- I'm glad I was right. Drum roll, please, Fernando. The other man. <laughs> Blake Maverick. Shane McMahon. Pete Dumb. <laughs> yes, the man of 1,004 nickname, Kevin Silva. Ah, that's, it's, that was beautiful. And that it's been beautiful. such a long time that we've done it that there's been new wrestlers that have yeah. Yeah. So I like stressed it. to Eli today when we were coming up with these. I was like, well, we should probably do things that like we know for sure we didn't already do in the past. It has to be named that we for I feel sure like, didn't I feel like we probably did shame McMahon at some point. No, no, no. I didn't remember. That one, no. I don't know. But we did a lot. I, I also, it. I also liked. Uh, I, I had. We both had an Oni Lorkin one, but his was mine was Bony Orkin. Oh, yeah, of course. His was uh, Lonely Orkin. Lonely Orkin. That's better. We had, yeah, we had I, I, to go to guy. Uh, I wrote the cuddle monster amongst men. I like that one, but I was almost positive we had, had to have done that. Never one. did. No, I would have. Was Braun not a thing no. when we were doing no. it? No, there's a lot of stuff. He was the black sheep of the Y family. Tops. Yeah. Crazy. Kind of fucked up that we're uh, on, we, we're the video podcast now, and there's we can't get Fernando on the damn camera. Oh, no, no, he's behind the camera. Uh, he's he's sucks. using like, the camera. How do you think it's standing? Yeah, uh, obviously, Kevin, I really need want someone to help us behind the camera. You've got a steady hand, my friend. <laughs> this guy. You've got Ryan, a steady hand. You know what, I, television you know what works. is insane about the Hardy Boy sticker that you have on your. And, what is insane you know, about I also have that sticker. It's just that it is also coming off of my luggage at the same wow. point. Dude, why is this at sticker suck? It sucks. That's bad adhesive. This is the most recent sticker that I have it's on the here. The Rey Mysterio one's giving you problems too, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Oh, he's from the shop? Man, no, it's Slam Crate. Yeah. Slam Crate. Come on. Get your shit together. Your yeah. adhesive is lacking. I love you guys. Thanks, Trump. No, they're not sponsored. sponsored. Yeah, get your shit together, Slam Crate. Adam Corolla Show, it's but, time to celebrate. But it's crazy to me because it's literally coming off at that point. It's weird. Like, right there. Slam Crate, come on. Get the glue better on your damn stickers. Whatever that's you a new, use. That's a new slogan. That's a new slogan. <laughs> get your glue together on your That's why you gotta go to Pro Wrestling Crate. That's why Pro Wrestling Crate is really where. It's at. I don't want No, I don't mean to shit on Slam Crate because they've done stuff for us before. But they talked over the slogan of Pro Wrestling Crate. Pro Wrestling Crate. There we go. (laughs) Before the show gets started, too, I just want to also say that I came up with a really, really bad nickname that I was hoping that Ryan would use, (laughs) and it was was Leo Toothbrush. I was like, please say. I hope that he gives me a ha 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 ha. I made no. That was the most. 
Well, I was going to go with Leo Brush. The most courtesy ha 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 I've maybe ever given you. Here's the other one. The Cuddle Monster Among Men, uh, the All Righty, uh, the other man, the author. Yeah, are you right handed? Yeah. See? Yeah. Boom. The author of Panera. So, all rights. Wow. <laughs> the Drawer Raider, which I, I, I like that one. I, that, I knew just me would like that one, though. The Drawer uh, Velveeta Dream. Uh, I'm wearing a. Velveteen Dream shirt today. So. Uh, see, it would have been great. so spot Brie on. Fella, which I am almost positive you pitched Brie Fella <laughs> so many times that I didn't do it been, then. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was the leftover one yeah. from a few years ago. Well, you know, you try and reuse what that, didn't get used and, in the first place. That and Dean Ambrosia were like your two <laughs> yeah. go-tos of like, well, we have Dean Ambrosia. And I'd be like, no, no. We can always go with Dean Ambrosia, like I said, hey, five months a, ago. You know what, though? It's a great for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know. I saw some. I, I loved it. I, uh, I, I forget the name off the top of my head, but one, uh, someone on Twitter said that they were so happy that that we were all going to be here. They wanted. Uh, they wanted to hear Sailor Sailor Vins. They wanted to hear oh, yeah. uh, Broken oh, Jamie shit. too. And I was like, Man, I feel like that takes me back. It does. Like but you know what? Like I think my favorite impression that anybody ever did on the, the show was whenever Jamie impersonated Jake the Snake, I and mean, that was only like a couple uh, months ago. Clams Casino? No, Clams Casino. No, was no, 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 no. Because you told me I was good. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like, I remember it no, because I almost fainted. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. No, my favorite Jamie impression was Jeff Hardy doing promos. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you can't unhear I it. You can't unhear it every time. Now, every time he does it, now you're like, holy shit, he every, did it again. Every Jeff Hardy promo ever since then, I hear it and it cracks me up. Like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I have no out. None. <laughs> Every time it gets me. Well, it's good to have all three of you good guys friends. back. Uh, it's friends. nice to have the full crew here. Um, so uh, this story was a weird one this week, and and, and Jamie, you were heavily. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna kick off. Let's with kick it? it off with Eminem. Yeah, I, right. I, I I thought it the most interesting story of the week, and obviously it's not that interesting because it's something that's not actually happening. But uh, the second I saw it, I saw it on a website, and I was like, that looks like not a legit website. <laughs> well, so okay, so it's like holy shit, WWE got somebody that's not Florida or Pitbull. <laughs> like, what's going on? Here? Yeah, I was also confused. Like, oh, relevant artist, really like famous, who's gonna be on SmackDown? That's cool. He's gonna be so Fightful first report this week that uh um on SmackDown that Eminem was not even raw like well because they claimed that it was gonna be in conjunction with the move to SmackDown or the, oh, okay. Fox the move to Fox okay which um, doesn't make any sense because why would Eminem want anything to do with Fox why would he not like Fox you know more about Eminem than me is he anti Fox <laughs> well Fox is mostly right well Fox News I guess but Fox, Fox as a whole. No, but, but Fox Sports and, and the Fox that you're referring to are still members of the Murdoch family of companies, though, too. It's, yes. it's part of what didn't okay. get sold to Disney. Okay, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I mean, it would have been cool. And, and having no, him kind no, of like of curate course. the soundtrack uh, to WWE 2K20. Um, but it's funny which was which when you really list it, it's asking quite a bit of, a, oh, of yeah. an artist who doesn't even like to tour, you know? Does he? He's not a big tour guy. No, he hates touring. He only does one off like European dates and stuff like that. He I, doesn't tour the states. He hasn't toured the states in I, shit. I can't even he, remember. He was at Coachella like, though. That's not a tour. Oh, that's true. I mean, to be, to be fair, <laughs> I mean, it's a two day. It's a it's a two week tour. <laughs> he gets to stay in this really nice mansion that yeah. he rents in Palm Springs. Yeah. It's hard life. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, I, it, I don't think it takes that much work to curate the playlist for WWE. No, but yeah, you and I could literally all, any of us could but do that in an hour and a half. But it's put A, it's putting it's promotion his it's, stamp on that. Yeah, it's, it's putting his name on it. It's promotion behind the it means he has to promote the video game. Yeah. And it's also it's it's an appearance. 
Which, again, Eminem doesn't like to do things. He definitely doesn't need the money. No, he doesn't need the money. You know, there's also a risk attached to it, too, just because it might not be necessarily his core fan base. Yeah, booking, and we've always seen booking music, musical acts for any audience in wrestling is hard because it's such a mishmash of different people. You know, it's hard to get a universally loved person. What's the best person that they've ever had perform for them? Ray Charles. Yeah. yeah. I was going to yeah. say Aretha, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Cool. I mean, and that's, like a, and that's a song everybody likes. But is it actually the best one? Well, what do you think is the best one? The DX band at WrestleMania 14? And now the WWE's favorite band in the entire world. I did like that. I was like, because whenever I hear that, and I just, being as Fred, knowing Fred as long as I have, I was like, yo, did he may have asked them to, to introduce them like that. Call WWE's me, call me favorite your band. favorite band in the whole like, world. Because they've never referred to anybody else that way. Yeah. I feel like it probably But you should talk about the story. So, okay. So, so, well, so, well, I can talk a little bit in your, about your involvement in, with it, right? Like how I yeah, sent it over to you. Sure. Well, because I mean, like, <laughs> for, I mean, maybe for anyone who doesn't know more about Jamie beyond this show, like Jamie's dad helped discover Eminem. Right? I mean, I watched the the, the Defiant ones, and um, what had happened was it just in very short. If you haven't seen the documentary, which I wouldn't fault you if you hadn't, you know, it's, it's it a great documentary. HBO. I would. It's, you should watch it. Um, it was on a. Um, uh, so pretty much, um, an intern had been to one of the rap battles that Eminem had been in. Um, got a mixtape. Um, the intern then gave it to. Um, it was. God, it's, it's this part of the story is this part of the story. Murky. I always get it gets murky because he even he either gave it to Dre and then Dre didn't do anything with it, but then he gave it to because he didn't he he didn't hear it, he didn't listen to it, and then he gave it to my dad. And my dad, when he was um when before there were uh, I mean before obviously like he used computers and stuff like that and iPods and de- and MP3 players, he would um he would be on the treadmill every morning and he would lit the floor would literally be covered in demos. Wow, wow that's crazy. It was Wild. literally you couldn't see the floor. It was literally just demos <laughs> and literally enough space for maybe the, to get to the door. You know, <laughs> your dad was actually. Just listening to all the demos all, he was every morning, sent. every that's morning. That's fucking wild. Yeah, that yeah. is wild. Good. And, um, that's insane. And, Good. Well, I mean, that shows why your dad yeah, worked with why so many artists. That. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so um, that's how Eminem came aboard, and then um, I think either. Either they, like he. Well, in the documentary, he says he says that he introduced him to Dre, yeah. and then. And then Dre, and then Dre liked, and then they made a song together. On the first day, they made, and then they, <laughs> my, they, name, my, is, my right? name is yeah. yeah. And then uh, the rest is history. And then. So, so when I saw the story, I was like pumped. I was like, yeah, cool, like sick. Eminem's gonna be yeah. doing a, I mean, it's a get. Gonna do a WWE thing. That's a get. He's yeah. gonna be a character in the game. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I honestly thought that. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I was. Gonna... Was I the only one that liked playing as Fred Durst? No, that was expect... awesome. People hated that. I'm like, the did community. you come down in the car too? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I felt bad. I felt most bad for Jamie the Snare because I know he loves Limp Bizkit and I know he loves Eminem. So like, oh man, my other favorite person is going to be on like, my other favorite band in the entire world. And, and so I sent it to Jamie and I'm like, uh, hey, like, can you like you're you're tight with like everyone in Eminem's camp still, right? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, uh, can you send this over to them? Just ask them if it's true. Like, I want to put it up. He's like, yeah, no problem. And he like, <laughs> I get text back from Jamie like a minute later, and she's like, nope, not true. And I was like, oh, I was like crushed instantly because yeah. I mean, you talk to the top Paul people Rosenberg there. is, I mean, pretty much Eminem's a uh, right hand guy, you know. Like, I mean, Eminem came up with Paul. You know, Paul was his first and only manager he's ever had, 
And um, he's the guy in the skits. He's yep. He's the guy in all the Eminem skits. Yeah, he's that Paul Rosenberg. And I asked him directly because he's an old friend. I said, "Yo, is this true?" And he said, "Absolutely not." And there's not a lot Eminem does other than live a normal existence without Paul, you know, okaying it, you know, because yep. he has his best interests at heart. Yep. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah so really then, then I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to reach out to his people for official <laughs> comment then, you know. And his people got back to me shortly afterwards and they said there was a very brief exploratory conversation that involved a third party and 2K Sports, not Eminem's team. It has not gone beyond preliminary discussions, and any reports to the contrary are false. Right now... Which is exactly what Paul told me. Right now, there are no plans to further pursue it. Uh, which is a bummer. It's funny. You you, meant, you guys mentioned the video game thing. Uh, I, that, I honestly think that was what I was most bummed about, is I was hoping that we were going to have like another famous like rapper in a, music, right. in a video game. Well, what would his finisher be? Ooh. Uh, the mom spaghetti slam. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to think of. The, I did enjoy the Reddit comments that you showed me about it. <laughs> oh man, I loved it. They were like quoting the. <laughs> oh, I forgot what it said. I feel like a good Eminem move would be like the blockbuster. You guys know the blockbuster? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it doesn't have obviously. That, that's what I always thought. Whenever Bobby I was like, whenever I did my creator wrestler, and my move was always the blockbuster because your finisher even, was always the blockbuster. Yes, because even as a child, I was realistic. I was like, I probably <laughs> wouldn't be able to grow up and and be You're like if Buff no, Bagwell could do this, I could probably do yeah, it. Yeah, I really did. I always get. I got to be honest with you. I I was that weird kid that I made realistic move sets for like myself. Yeah, for sure. But you had to. You, like, I, I wasn't like doing like four fifty. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like, that. start you off with a gorilla press. It's like, I'm probably not going to be able to do that. Yeah, I've be always been the complete opposite. Oh, of course Yeah, I've always been 100% strength, 100% strength, everything. Yeah, 100 strength, as much pyro the as worst possible. The worst wrestle. Yeah, and, and, and the most obnoxious entrance, and then all the moves that I definitely would never be able to You're do. You're the guy who's all, like, who's just pressing X was a pedigree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, uh, in No Mercy on N64, there was a special move in the Creative Wrestler where you could blow a fireball in people's face and that was always my special move because I was like I, can, I was like I'll definitely be able to blow a fireball <laughs> but you can obviously do that uh, yeah, he can control a lot of the elements okay he mm-hmm. does voodoo what were we talking about the other day that we were like that's definitely Bayou were we talking to you about it I don't know I remember I had a whole conversation with Erica the other day about Bayou Bates yeah forget why though yeah. Maybe, was this when we were at the the, the death match show yes it was can't think of what it was. We though. were though, right? Yeah. We were talking about Bayou Bates. Damn, wow. I can't remember. Well, what. it'll come back to you. You would have been, you would have been appreciative of the conversation. Right. I appreciate that you, you even tried to remember. Yeah, like my finisher right now, like one of them is practical, but the other one's definitely not. <laughs> What's the practical one? I want to know what the practical one is. Well, the practical it's like a side rush and leg sweep. No, the practical one is just because I always thought it would be a cool finisher, anyways. And then they added the game, and I was like, whoa! I never actually seen anyone do this. It's like the angle slam, but reverse. Way so instead of like where the person's looking that way, they'd be looking the yeah. They're, they land on the yeah, stomach like an inverted face. angle slam basically. So they slam on their face yeah. instead of their back. Uh, and then the other one is like a it's like it, a torture rack slam. I think almost. it's I forget. It's something. It's some kind of springboard move. That's for sure. It's, <laughs> I had it's, one of the, yeah, well, it's, it's anyway, wild. Yeah, but anyway, no. M&M. Are you still playing two K? Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Um, yes. I don't play if I'm sober, if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Like, if that, like... I don't play any video games. I think sober. that means that you're not sober. I think that's what the sense No, I mean, like, um, 
because I usually I, I, I play whenever I I only play 2K if I'm feeling like creative. Yeah. You know, because just Fair playing, okay. just playing matches by itself is it's that part. Fun. That part is definitely worn out, worn its run its course. I mean, the game's been out for a while. Now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was wondering. You know, so um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely ready for 2K20 whenever that or, or was this already 2K20? 2K19. Yeah, no, this is 2K19. Yeah, you're already ready for 2K20. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen for a while. But. <laughs> I mean, not. it will happen though. Yes, it will happen. Who do you think is the person they could bring back this year? They did angle in the last one, right? Wasn't it angle for this last game? Like, so you're going to say, like, bring back both in real life and in the game? Mm. Mm. That's a tough one. I don't know. Like, anyone that's marquee, like, the person I think is, like, Austin's Ken really Shamrock like, who, or something like that. Yeah, that's Sham- not really, like, nah, a it's marquee not, it's not big no. name, you know? No. He wouldn't be big enough. I mean, yeah. Oh, was Aust- it? No, no, Austin. this year was Ray Mysterio, wasn't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Ray and Ronda this year. Yeah, and last year was Kurt Angle. I could see them doing maybe, like, I guess if it's not right now, but I was going to say, like, Batista? Like, I mean, he's a big... But he's in the game, like, every year. <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of in the game still every year. Earthquake? <laughs> we'll, go with, we'll go with Earthquake. John Tenta. May he rest um, in peace. Just all the, his DLCs, all his incarnations. So, okay, so this is a crazy video I watched today. Um, did you guys check out this story I put up about Santino Morella? I just commented my thoughts into the group chat. That was it. <laughs> did you, so you read the article then, or right, did you right. read the headlines? I, I read part of the article. I read the article. Uh-huh. Uh, I know, I got your opinion on I got your help. I, I made sure. Uh, I read it. <laughs> my, my copy editor over here. Um, I was more so... Okay, so basically, uh, Santino Morella, he... Um, did like a Twitch stream. He does this like Twitch show with Impact Wrestling. Uh, the co-host is Alicia Tout, and they were like talking about it's, or it's called Behind the Lights. And wow, they, that's wild! That I didn't even know that he said this to a chick. That's wild. Yeah, <laughs> that um, makes it even wait, crazier. Say, go over it though. So okay, so and the, the the topic of Joey Ryan's upcoming match at United We Stand against Tessa Blanchard comes up, mm-hmm. and Santino like. Does not hold back. Like he, I mean, I I was shocked at how um, open open he was. And I'm not faulting him for it. Like everyone has their own opinions. Everyone can feel their own way. Like, yeah. I'm not. I might not agree with him, but uh, I was more so just surprised. Uh, and he started off by really <coughs> the, the the most surprising thing to me was the fact that he was putting down intergender wrestling because Santino. Wrestled against women famously, like yeah. he had Santina. He won the Miss WrestleMania th- Battle do, Royal. Do you think those experiences are positive experiences for him now at this point? I can't tell. So for his he, bank account, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, for sure. But it, I mean, well, just because you have a lot of money down. doesn't mean that you don't necessarily like look back on a life that you lived and have He's, a regret. It seems there's two fo- there's two things to it. One is that he says that he doesn't he believes there's a social responsibility attached to entertainment and that he feels like. Um, because wrestling blurs the line between reality and fiction that some people do take it real and that he feels that it's possible it could influence um, a girl who maybe can't hold her own against a bigger guy to think that she can and stand up to them and then get knocked out and, like, and get like, are badly you talking, hurt. Are you talking about a girl in real life real life, or in real life. wrestling? A girl no, in, in real, real life, life might watch... And, this is what he says. Okay. That he believes a girl in real life might watch intergender wrestling and get inspired by it to stand up to someone in her real life yeah. who is much bigger and stronger than her thinking that, well, I saw this small girl do it, yeah. I can do it too, and then get badly injured and he feels like the blame will be placed on the the 
the wrestlers who influenced it, her to I do mean, it. Uh, that's one fold. Yeah. That's, that's part of it. Um, the other is definitely believability, yeah. I think. That it's definitely the old school mentality of, like, he doesn't believe that the image of a small girl being a big guy is believable. And they kind of talk about when uh, Tessa and... Tessa Blanchard and Brian Cage went up against each other and how it was kind of like not believable. But he was like, if there's a really big girl against a smaller guy, I can believe that a little more. It's a little more um, believable. And he talks about Beth Phoenix. Yeah. And he says, he says Beth Phoenix was a really big, he calls her a big thing. He well, says she was a big thing. I mean, there, there's, I, I think that his argument that he's making probably comes from like what he thinks is like an actual positive place and everything like that. Agreed. But but the the size thing doesn't necessarily work because how can Rey Mysterio beat Batista? You know, to that regard, right. it's like Rey Mysterio is clearly. I was such about a, to say that applies to anybody. Yeah. Like I, I like there. Yeah. Shit. Like I've I mean, a few nights where I thought I could t- probably take on a few people at a bar, and that's definitely not true. Jimmy, what's going on? I'm with sure there's some people you work out. That doesn't mean you can fight. But you no, do boxing classes every week. That's true. The, but, uh, <laughs> but wait, the um, the part where he's talking about uh, like the, the beginning of it, where um, can you read the beginning? Yeah, he of the says, slogan? "If there's a girl out there that says this guy's giving us attitude, I'm going to step in and fight this guy because I saw that woman can fight men because of intergender wrestling, and she goes out there and lips off, and this guy's a mental case, and he just cracks her with his fist and shatters an orbital and busts her lip, and she wouldn't have done it perhaps beforehand." Because she didn't get this inflated sense of confidence because of intergender. I, that happens to anybody who's drunk. Yeah, I'm sorry. It ha- I, I saw it happen weekly when I went to University of Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> and and I would also say like if you were referring to children, I could understand it. But the situation he's describing is clearly not children. That's why he's talking. I mean, it could he could bend it and say that it is. But the thing is, is that. If you're referring to children, yeah, like maybe there is a social responsibility in making sure that, you know, a first grader doesn't go up to a third grade – a first grade girl doesn't go up to a third grade boy and start some, you know, start some crap between them because they're not, you know, uh, mature enough to, you know, evolve enough on that level to actually manage that situation. In terms of adults, though, I don't think that a rational – Adult would ever go up to somebody that's bigger than them that could clearly wipe the floor with them and start something just because they saw it on pro wrestling. I also have a hard time believing that anyone would would be that influenced from watching him pro wrestling and think like, regardless oh, I could obviously the, beat someone up. Have you ever gone regardless of the gender? Have you ever yeah. gone up to somebody who is like twice as big as you and threatened to fight them? No, never. That's never happened to any. I, mean, of I feel us. like you have. No way. I think you have. I no. have never. <laughs> I think never. You a have. little drunk. You've <laughs> never th- like said, "Hey, mother, <clears throat> hey, mother effer." Like- not unless there was somebody big with me who is bigger than the person. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not a fool. I grew. I mean, my dad was a big person, and I saw him like get into some. Yeah, scraps, but you're also so. like real confident in your ability to yeah. fight. What if they were coming straight at you and no, you're like, "I'm not, not going to fight somebody who's a hundred pounds heavier than me." Case closed. I would never do that. I, if I talked trash and then realized they were big. I'd, I'd apologize immediately because I'd realize I was outmatched. Because in real life, I can't beat somebody who's 100 pounds bigger than me. It's just it's not possible. Just be like drunk Eli might tell a big yeah. person he'd light him up. Lie, I'm going to light you up, motherfucker. I would not. You, you should turn the other way, the other direction. <laughs> I would say, I'm going to light you up and then see how big <laughs> they were. And I'd be, like, I'd be like, pardon me, kind sir. Can you get out of the way? I was talking trash to somebody just past you. <laughs> She's very tiny they must have ran around. away. Anyways, can I buy you Jack in the Box? <laughs> <laughs> Not even just tacos. I'll get you the meal. Whatever you want. It's munchy meal time right now. <laughs> are you uh are you really you think you're really gonna do the survivor thing? I'm why not? Like I after I leave here tonight I'm gonna go climb that mountain over they've, there. They've casted what? more this mountain, Virginia Peak, Wait, right why? over there. Are you really doing Because that? I'm trying to get in the best shape of my life and it's important to 
So you just, wait, were There's, you already planning on doing that? Yeah, I've got my hiking underwear inside of my wait, bag. Hi- wait, 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 wait. Wait, hiking uh, clarification underwear? Here. You have specific hiking underwear? I kind of yeah. probably it. smells terrible. No, it's, I just cleaned it. Can we see it? Yeah. I want to see what the hiking underwear looks like. Oh, why no. is it in a laptop? But it's not even in a bag. It's my work laptop. It's just like tighter. Is that why? It's no, not even but in it's a got bag. like this. It's got this thing in the front, so that so it's, that it's for you. No, no, it's, it's, it's to make sure. Yeah, but it's to make sure that you don't get like thigh rub while you're on a furious hike. And they're like furious. So it's like hike. a penis cup that's kind of there. Yeah, they're really awesome. All right, all right. Um, penis cups are really cool. Yeah, no, Eli, Eli, uh, hey, they've <laughs> casted worse people. Then yeah. Eli? Yes. No, oh. Eli would be I gotta, like, I Eli a Eli valuable person. He'd be perfect for Survivor. Thank you. We've been telling Eli for... I've been telling Eli since I started watching no, Naked he's and Afraid he's that perfect. he'd be perfect for Naked and Afraid. He would. But now that yeah, I know that he's butt, like dude. once just kind of like this is about being naked... He, he won't be able to wear his, uh, his, hiking, his hiking underwear and stuff no, when he's doing it. No, you definitely bring that <laughs> with you. It would almost be better no. if he did. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. I'm, I'm a he's little the shy. the only one oh. just wearing oh. underwear. I'm so shy. I'm sorry. I just like, I can't do it. This has a little penis <laughs> cup? I'm like, I swallowed my hiking underwear before I left, and then I pooped them out when I got here so that I could have them. But I washed them. Eli, so when you're on Survivor and you go to the finale, you have to take me and my mom. Okay. Handshake. Yeah, sure. I... I uh, <laughs> I'm always amazed that people can sit in the jungle naked for that Dude, long. There was Yo. one where they were in like fucking Alaska. Yeah, I don't know how they the do snow. it. Snow, they're just falling like dick first into the snow. And there's like bugs everywhere. No, and there stuff. was one episode I was watching last night where they were like, like the woman like was like, "There's literally hasn't been one second where I haven't been had a bug on me." Like it's like it. <sighs> And I, she had to tap. So like she like had enough. Dude, my dogs have fleas. They get freaked the fuck oh, out. It's the worst. Oh, we hate. Ugh. So on when I'm legs? on when I'm on the show, should I do like a, like voice the entire time? <laughs> no. Do a voice. Like, I want you to make it, do a voice. I want you to make it to the end. Well, obviously, I know a voice you have to do the whole time. Hayden, you have to be Hayden walking. Yeah. Come on. I want to no. win this challenge, master. What if you just did it all in Sailor Vin's voice? I can do it. Would you do buy you? Because you do. You can do a fake Australian. I can do. Australian for sure. We like, sure. No uh, like this episode. We landed on the island and uh, you know immediately made a bed in the uh, in the tippy top of the jungle. I want to make sure that I'm uh, above the rain if possible. This, this episode has got us under. Yeah. it's okay. It's Probably okay. I miss we're, having um, the whole crew back. It's like it's we? like it's like the radio days where we got to just do it. Yeah. We're just gonna say whatever we wanted. Yeah. Brought to you by Collider. I, I say though, for, for what he's saying though in the story, going back to the story. Sorry, yeah, thank you. Um, Santino, like, if if a woman's inspired to even step up to somebody though, that's why is that a bad thing? Like, to, well, the he's saying people. that because like, she kicked out of her. But like, and I'm not saying he's wrong or right. I'm just saying that's his. That's what he's saying. That's to answer your question. Very well, it could happen. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Nothing wrong with someone being confident enough to like actually. Fend for themselves. And that's kind of what I saw some of the replies to the story say. A lot of people were like, this is super, like, if someone's in an abusive relationship and yeah. is thinking of standing up, like, all you're doing is telling them not to, and that's right. terrible. Um, and it does kind of feel like he, it, look, at, he, in his opinion, he feels like, like, you know, because women are smaller, that men are supposed to protect them. That's yeah. kind of like his old school mentality. I think that you, also that what you touched on about protecting the business is is heavily prevalent here, even today, even if these guys can't see that they're tr- that they're doing that and what they're saying and everything. There's, I, I think there's a bravado that's attached to it because these are not even people who just work in the industry. They are the wrestlers themselves. So there's probably a big part of it, you know, like the, you know, a machismo factor that they have, like the, all the guys who have been here all along. They're just like, they see the changing of the guard taking place too. So there's, you know, even if they're not negatively attempting to do so, there probably is some kind of like, 
you know, deep down, they are trying to protect their spots in the business, sure. maybe, too. Yeah, no, I, I could definitely see that. He also, he points out, because I think a lot of times people say, well, what, Captain Marvel is going to convince some girl that she can beat up a bunch of people? Like, those kinds of things. Well, she's a super strong girl. Like, what's the difference? And he basically says that it's different because those movies... Uh, like the women are clearly like super powered, quote unquote. Like they have Black Widow doesn't have superpowers. True, but she's not going up against like a Hulk. She's going she up was against fighting all sorts of people in uh, Infinity War. Super powered people? Yeah, hell yeah! It's all of Thanos's children. That is true. She all fought right. all of them. All right, all right, yeah, all right. And she like was victorious. Suck that, Santino. <laughs> Suck it. Uh, okay, so then his other uh, thing that he talks about is uh, transgender women in sports. And he says, uh, there's cases now in MMA and wrestling where there's trans girls that were born boys that are beating the shit out of females. And that's wrong. Uh, if you're a guy, born a guy, and you become a woman, you're accepted everywhere. But in the field of actual competitive sport, there has to be a barrier. And the barrier is based on, sorry, you were born a goddamn man. You're accepted as a human being and as a person, and you are loved in every single way, except it's not fair that you compete against women in sports because you were born with different physical, biological attributes. And we have to be realistic about it. We also have to not be so sensitive. Um, Whoa, this is a can of worms I don't really yeah, like there, touching. There, there, was, there was a way to phrase that because I, I, I do think that there's some substance in what he's saying. Okay. But I uh, – it's hard to like hear, you know, somebody saying like, "But you're loved and, ex- and respected and everything." Right, as a right. side note, I think that's probably yeah. More. We're dancing all over the place on this line here. It's just, well, no, I don't think there's that much of a line here. I'm not as just comfortable, uncomfortable talking about it because I think that you know. I also remember this was a this was a big topic when Fallon Fox was doing MMA, where it was like, "Well, but sh- like she was born a man, so it's unfair for her to fight women." But I think the difference, well, cis women, um, I think the difference is. That this is professional wrestling where it's predetermined. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. they're working together. They're not, it's not a competitive sport. Yeah. Like, it's a sport, you know, in terms of it being an athletic competition, but they're not competing for real. Like, yeah. they're not, it's predetermined. Yeah. They're not actually trying, they're not actually trying, you know, unless they're taking, you know, liberties with each other, they're not actually trying to, to do me, it. It's always they're working been, together. It's always, whenever somebody questions believability in wrestling, uh, it's always, it's always been funny to me because I'm like, I think you can make whatever you want believable. Yes. Well, it's just like, like acting. It's, it's yeah, no it's, different than, 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 than like, there's shitty actors when you watch an acted an, a movie that is, has shitty acting in it and shitty directing, you're going to notice and it's going to take you out of the element. You know, the like, whole fun is trying to convince you, is trying to make you re- forget that you're watching something like, that is real. Imagine just five years before, just five, before the Undertaker Kane angle. Before all the like with the with the lightning and the back from the dead and like all that nonsense, yeah. imagine telling a person like an old like a like a, a person in charge that we're going to do this. It'd be like that's not like, you're what? ruining the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that's insane. Totally. Yeah. And fast forward, it's in my opinion one of the greatest angles in wrestling history. You yep. know, yep. and I think the same applies to this. It just applies. I think. I don't think one thing is more believable than the other. It just depends on who's portraying it. Also, you know? it's, it's not like there's going to be just this infusion of dozens and dozens of, of you know, like, of, of transgender people getting in the ring all of a sudden. 
Like, I mean, this is this is a, like a, a very small percentage at this point, and likely it will remain a smaller percentage. I'm not saying as small as it is right now, but it will remain. The thing is that you almost need to allow these things to happen to continue to normalize these things. It's not unbelievable if it's already happened. Yep. You know, so it's just like, but it has to happen once. And you know what's going to happen in wrestling? Hey, that new that in AEW, that uh, that new trans uh, uh, woman who's Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose, yes. She'll probably be like a big bruiser for a while, but somebody will beat her, and she will be a woman, and that and that will be believable. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, and that's that's and then she'll win some more, and then like like everybody else in the roster, you know, that's yeah. what happens. And, and it's like an entertainment, like yes. in general, like it's a it's a scripted environment. Like there's nothing wrong with that being a thing. It's not like it's going to affect it one way or the other. No. Even even with like non scripted sports, uh, where. Uh, I mean, he's not an expert with what a person that's transgender goes through. So, like, t- testosterone levels are being diluted and t- raised depending on what you're doing yeah. and what, what your transition is. So, uh, even in regular sports in MMA, like, that's going to be a big difference. That levels the playing field of what he's trying to say is different. It's not different at that point. I th- yeah, absolutely. All right, I have a question for you guys. Sure. This one... This is not necessarily like a news story that we're discussing here, um, but I just want to get your guys' opinion. So, first, like, do you feel like Becky, the whole Becky Lynch thing, has cooled off a little bit because of their booking uh, of the angle? Because I, the other day, I yesterday, I tweeted and I basically said something along the lines of like. You know, I've heard that the the main event is still not set in stone, and I know this is like not you know crazy breaking news. The main event's not set in stone yet. Although you'd kind of think with like three weeks to go, you you, you might know at this point which match is going to close There's the show. Four or five cards that are set for the the, the show. Yeah, for um, the eight nine hour show. But you know, <laughs> I, I had kind of assumed that the women were for sure locked in this year, just yeah. based on like it being the right time, the right moment. It Seemed might not like happen it, again. Yeah. Um, but from what I've been told by people, it's that it's not it's not 100 percent locked in. The women are going to close the show, um, and I said kind of something along the lines of like, do you think there's going to be major fan outrage if because it's been so telegraphed that they're gonna? They, I mean, they've said gonna main, close they've the said show main event so, so many, many times. times with them, and I was like, do you think there's going to be major fan outrage if they don't? And I was surprised that the answer was no from a lot of people. It was like, yeah. no, I actually think Kofi and Daniel Bryan should main event now. They really cooled off the, the Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte I mean, a, lot, a lot has changed over the past two weeks, it seems like. Totally, you know, right? Just like, obviously with Kofi, but also with the, you know, you know Roman Reigns' return and everything. Ronda Rousey's, char- Rasa, Ronda Rousey's character. Yeah. I personally think that, that when, I, I mean, I think that what they got going on with Kofi and Daniel Bryan is hot. But I think that there's a lot of fans that are kind of, I don't know, feigning the excitement when it, it felt. You think? It kind of felt feigned when the, when they had the showdown with Vince in the ring. I don't know. It just like took a while for them to kind of like, all right, guys, this is where you're supposed to I cheer think, for Kofi. Well, here's the thing. Maybe so in that city, but WrestleMania night is sure, different. True, true. That's, that's a I mean, whole that's true. different. That's very yeah. true. And if they have him come out to some dope entrance, much like you said, like if they do some sort of crazy callback to his original, which I I don't know if they'll do. They got to. But he's but he's clearly not Jamaican anymore. <laughs> yeah, he still had the SOS song for way after he was doing that the Jamaican thing. That would be so sick if he came out to that. Yeah, anyway. yeah, well, if he did like a, a mix of like yeah. New Day's theme and SOS, that'd be rad. But um, yeah, well, anyway. But that, um, that would be a great moment and it would feel good. Good. I mean, uh, this doesn't – I mean – I would argue maybe, maybe, if Roman didn't come back, 
Because Roman coming back and say, telling him slay the beast, Dean saying slay the beast, that's yeah, an interesting story. It now. is. That's a very interesting story. And I think people finally uh, – um, I think – you know, Brock hasn't gone out. Brock has won every WrestleMania he's been in yeah. in the past few years. I mean, uh, I mean, not not since he's come back, but in like I mean, the past from, four or five, yeah, yeah. you know. Since Taker, right? Yeah, since WrestleMania 30. I think so. Yeah. And um, and that and that'll be an interesting sight. Seeing so do you think – so you think that people – That's a crazy <laughs> image to go out on, Seth standing over Brock Lesnar. That's a crazy with, image. With the fists, like – because he probably would get that picture, but I don't know. I, I don't think that the I, as far as Becky Lynch goes, I don't yeah, think that I that's addressed cooled that off. yet. I think that maybe Ronda's cooled it off just because of a character change, but I don't think that there's any cool you off think on it's Becky. Been on that it's Ronda that's cooled off, not Becky. I don't think it's Becky. I think I disagree. I think it's the people because here's my I, here's my opinion on Becky Austin because she always gets this comparison to Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin. Yeah. So let's bring it to You're that. You're trying to do it picture-in-picture, picture, Brad. Yeah, right? let's yeah. do it here then. Austin, as great as he is, it's one of the greatest of all time, had excellent dancing partners. Yeah. Always. Whether it be the a young Bret Hart. I mean, Bret Hart going out. A young Rock. Vince, a more established Rock. He always had great dancing partners. Savi, Savio Vega. <laughs> yeah, even him. Um, Rhonda, even though she has, I mean, not Rhonda, I'm sorry, Becky, even though she has good talent put with her, Charlotte and Rhonda are good talent. It's, we need, it, there, aren't, it, there aren't enough good players to be put with Becky. She's already, I mean, it's like, I mean, even though she hasn't even wrestled Rhonda yet, she's already beat her. And both the stick and obviously she's going to win. I mean, I don't. I mean, unless that Ronda does decide to just stick around well, for a see, little longer. Well, see, that's been my problem with all of it. And I said this on the other shows when we talk about this feud. But like, it just feels like they're putting. It feels like they forgot. They didn't. They're acting as though Becky Lynch isn't already over, and so they're trying to do all these things to right. get Becky I disagree. Lynch over. I don't think they've when done she's enough. already over. Really? Yeah, I disagree. She I think slapped Vince. That, no, or she's some, done a lot. No, she's, she's done been, a lot. I'm not saying she's done hasn't done anything. She's definitely done a lot. I just think that in terms of, I mean, she's been off TV. Well, first off, she's been on TV a lot, which you could also argue Austin had the same handicap. You know, he was off TV for almost a whole year with his neck injuries. Yeah. It's just well, that, it's not the same, but yeah, it's not the same thing. Different injury, but I just think I just don't think Becky's had enough people to dance with. You know, Austin always had that higher thing to challenge. Yeah. Whether okay, oh, oh, I'm dealing with Vince right now. Oh, but the Ministry of Darkness. Well, she hasn't is beaten Ronda yet. You know, one of the no. issues that I've had with it is like I, I think it, it, whether it's cooled off or not, I think is irrelevant. I think that they've focused a lot on it, and I think maybe you know there's only so much that a wrestling fan can consume before they get a little tired of it. They, this rivalry has been going across both Raw and SmackDown now for like two months. This is not Austin's era anymore. This is an era where people are consuming an absurd amount of WWE content. So I think having them in there all the time, it's like you do almost get a feeling like, come on, just get to the match already. I think that's what I'm saying. I Fair enough. I think that's why I'm more so like, okay, they've only been, she's only really been dealing with these two people. And it's for the entirety of the whole the man thing. And for the most of it, it's been with this limp, like yes. for a lot of it. And I think the limp kind of makes her character seem a little weak almost. A little limp? Austin didn't limp when he was gone. He was able to do shit. <laughs> 
you know. Um, and I'm not. I'm I like not that only if you're, if you're watching on YouTube, you got to see me and Eli do a finger wave at each other. <laughs> and I'm not. And you know, like it's the timing is good. You know, maybe if it is waiting, I'm not saying I don't know if it is. I truly don't. I know. think it'd sure. be a huge waste if they don't put this in the main event because, like, they the may women. not. They may, huh? The women. Correct. Okay. I because you may not have a build this. Big and this good, and a player the, uh, to the height of like Ronda Rousey involved too for a while. Yeah. You know, you can always bring somebody in for WrestleMania, but Ronda's been there for a year. She was at last WrestleMania, so she's ridden the whole year through with this and everything. It's building to a crescendo. If you don't do it with this match, it might be a long time before you get a chance to do it where it doesn't feel too telegraphed. So, final question then if it doesn't main event, do you think fans will be really pissed? Will there be outrage? Man, I mean, People find a reason to be pissed yeah, at everything. Yeah, even, if they, even if they even if they main event, off. they're gonna be like, "Of course they put them on when we're all super tired of watching the show already." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, put it on hour seven. Thanks, Vince. We're all in the bathroom now. <laughs> I already did have a bunch of people reply to the tweet saying stuff like that. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't want them to end the show. I'd rather it be not everyone's tired. And yeah. I'd rather they be on the pre-show so I make sure that I catch it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, I mean, uh, were we jumping up and down and excited and hugging each other when Seth Rollins came out, even though we were fucking exhausted when yeah, oh he yeah. in? Like, yeah, but WrestleMania's gotten There's... even longer since then. <laughs> Has it? Or were you just drunk? I don't know, it's been like you over very Brian. <laughs> And I have the receipts to prove it. Um, okay, uh, let, let's talk about also, uh, so Roman Reigns talked a little bit about when he's going to be coming back full time. Uh, he, because right now, obviously, he's back on TV, but I think it's kind of like been one of the big questions is like, well, what's going to be his deal? Like, mm-hmm. is he is he a part time performer now? But then I believe he got announced for the European tour, and people were like, well, that's a good sign. Um, and so basically, he said that they're really just easing into things right now. Um, he said, uh, right now, we're just on a TV schedule, and obviously, our big events. Um, but he's really looking forward to getting back into the swing of things. And then he said, I think we're going to take care of me and just be smart and just slowly introduce me back to the full schedule. And then hopefully post-mania, once we get through our big, event, big events internationally, uh, hopefully then he'll be able, sure. like, be able to do like 30-minute main events at that point Sounds and be able to come back to action. Super reasonable. Yeah. yeah. It I'll, seems like the best plan for that WWE's ever handled with any of their talent. And, you know, he can still have a be part of a big WrestleMania moment, too. Like, that's the beauty of, like, this year is, like, he's not directly attached to anything yet. I really wonder what he's going to – who he's going to be wrestling. Man, that's wild because, dude, I when I when I was in remission, it, the, the after effects are still there. Yeah. And, I, dude, I couldn't stay awake past 9 o'clock. Really? No, I couldn't. I was just like I would just exhausted, exhausted. Like I would make pl- like after I was in remission, I was like I'm gonna go fucking celebrate. Like I'm gonna go get wasted and shit. Like I'd be at like eight o'clock, eight thirty. I'd be, like, I'd like fall asleep. Like it just like I had no energy. Yeah, you're still recovering. Yeah. And so I, so at that point, you're not taking. Any- I was on nothing. I was on nothing. You're on nothing. I was on nothing. It was just the after effects of the radiation treatment. Yeah. But also watching WWE uh, WWE Chronicle with Romans. He did something that – this is a fairly new development in cancer treatment, which is what he talked about, which is oral chemotherapy, yeah. which was not around when I had cancer, yeah. mm-hmm. which is – you know, it may not affect your body the same way as it did. I mean I didn't have radi- chemotherapy whatsoever. I had radiation. Yeah. Different, but it's, um, it still wears on your body. And maybe that may not be the case anymore. He yeah. may not make – he may be ready to rock now, which I don't – which if any case is – insane to me because I oh, remember yeah. how that felt and that sucked this whole oral chemotherapy thing since you brought it up I 
I was so like blown away by Meltzer calling by like I hate calling I, I, I hated calling someone out. I really did. I hated <laughs> it so much. I'm trying so hard not to do that anymore. You, really, you know really what kind of pissed me off? What? You've been doing really great. I've been trying so hard not to do it, and I just. I know people, you're a good friend of mine, you've dealt with cancer, like, my, you know, my step-grandma growing up died of cancer, like, there's just, I know people who've dealt with cancer, yeah. and, and I watched the interview, and he did this, like, full sit-down interview for the people who were questioning the authenticity of his chemo, or of his, of his treatment and of his cancer, for those people, he did this sit-down yeah. interview for them, to please them, yeah. to let everyone know what he's been dealing with. And he gave away so much information, way more information than he had to give. And then I just I, I hear this thing of Meltzer where he's just saying that he's, he basically says something along the lines of like, well, Roman says that he's taking oral chemotherapy, but, but I don't think that's what it is. And, and Based off of what, dude? From talking to doctors, he said. From like talking <laughs> to doctors that know about this kind of treatment, they say this is what you'd be getting. But, but it's frustrating because it's like you, you don't know that. And yeah. he basically, yeah. said, and to, for, in my opinion, when you say something like that, and there's already this swirl of people that are that are already being assholes and doubting it. Correct. You're like stoking those flames, like no, you're, you're, you're adding fuel to that fire. Like you're literally just being like, "Well, yeah, you guys who already think he's a liar, just know he's also lying about his treatment." And yeah. it's like that's literally just kind of like poking the bear. You yeah. know, it's, it's trying to, and and I don't think it's intentional, but that's what it does. Well, and, he also doubled down on it recently. Yeah, I know. Well, first he like made it seem like he was a. Apologizing and owning up to his mistake, but then like somebody tweeted something, and then he said, "Makes you think, doesn't it?" Like, like well, so here's the. Since you, I mean, you brought it up. Like he, uh, like, he first he said, "I should probably pull." I didn't think we were gonna talk, but I'll pull it up. He said, um, "He's too busy uh, telling people how to read than he's doing all his listening." You know, what's the date today, March fourteenth. Sorry for the boring audio for one second. Just pulling it up. He, Meltzer tweets a lot. I'm not one to talk. He says, uh, on the range treatment, there are different options that include a pill that is oral chemo, and that is what he said he was taking, and there's no reason to believe that. And there's no reason not to believe that, so I stand corrected on that. Which I thought was him... Like kind of conceding defeat? Right? All right, you got me. But then, like, like what Jamie was just saying... He went back on it. Like, he said, uh, I have a tweet right here because someone sent it to me. He said, first he said, um, someone wrote him and they said, um, I just don't understand why WWE had to be so vague and deceitful about his condition. I don't understand what was the secret. He, he's a public figure in WWE, a publicly traded company. We needed to know his severity of his, of his leukemia. That's all we asked. <laughs> that's, that's all we all. asked. <laughs> we need to know your medical records. That's, hey, show us the medical hey, records. That's why, it. Hey, that's it. I, that's all we need. There's a better word to use there than need. You don't need that. You don't. <laughs> and you know that's what? That's it. <laughs> and uh, the reaction you all had is like the reaction I would think a normal person would have to that. <laughs> like, but he responded, he quote tweeted, and he said, you already know the answer to that <clears> question. <throat> Which is like implying that they're doing it for sympathy, right? Like that's what you're supposed to get from that, right? Yep, that's what I got. And then the other thing is someone said – I think it's the same – someone said, also, does anyone else find it odd that all of a sudden all of these WWE contracted talent constantly have problems with Dave Meltzer? 
And he said, the office isn't telling anyone to do anything. They just got incited by people who took things out of context and tried to inflame them. Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If person after person lied to me and said a reporter said my cousin's cancer was fake, I'd probably react the same way. Which I'd just like to say, I did not. My tweet did not say that Dave said that Meltzer or that, that Roman's cancer was fake. My tweet said that he claimed that Roman wasn't being honest about his treatment. Yeah, that's what he said in the audio. He was yeah. very clear in yeah. the audio about yeah. it. Um, and then Nia's tweet also the only talent who tweeted about it was Nia Jax, and she also didn't say anything about the cancer part of things about faking cancer, quote unquote. She said. Um, Dave Meltzer's a piece of shit. The fact, <laughs> the fact that you make statements about people's health when you have zero knowledge about it is ridiculous. If you do have access to Superstar's personal medical info, that's a huge violation of HIPAA, and I'm sure that's not the case. So shut your mouth. Um, wow. I don't think that she's... I mean, maybe it's about... The, no, it's about... The treatment. The treatment. Like, well, it's not HIPAA, about... Yeah, I don't read that as the... No. Crazy. I, I don't... Under, the whole thing blew my mind. Like, and, and the... The fact that he pretended to own up to it and then just went right back on it, like, yeah. just blew my mind, man. Because it's like, I, I don't know, man. This is I fucking just... real. We're talking about, we've talked about like the fakes, the the, the the we've talked about the scripted sport of wrestling. Yes, this is real fucking life. I mean, just like I said in my tweet, like it's okay to talk. Like it's one thing to speculate about storylines, matches that are going to happen, quote unquote heat that someone has even, in the locker even room. Even like but standard like, injuries, but like a, but a disease, but you know. But speculating on the treatment, speculating that someone is lying about the treatment for their cancer when they're on the record talking about it yeah. and, you, and, and they could be telling the truth because that is a way to treat it. I'm genuinely curious what about this was vague. Right. There was nothing vague about <laughs> it. He said, he we literally... need to see you take the pills. Can we yeah. see? <laughs> like he literally laid Can out I the take entire of the sequence of his treatment on on Chronicle. We need to see this pill go from from being created, from being separated, to being put in the bottle, and then right into your digestive tract. We need to see all that happen. In this order is, to uh, here, really here, believe here. you. Just just so I don't get accused of being taking things out of context again. <sighs> Here's what he says. Hold on. I like when Ryan says. Just a second here. But it's just the reality of it. So we do one choice. I'm going to say this. And I'm going to get all these people really upset. But it's just the reality of it. So he says that he couldn't get off the couch for months. He was he was so tired. He was you know when he's taking the, the treatment, he's lying on the couch all day. He couldn't really play with his kids. You know things like that. The thing is, is that like. How did he do that movie if he was lying on the couch for months? He was only gone for four months, and the movie took a couple of months. So it wasn't that much time. Well, I mean, did he say that he did the movie for months? But he did. So we know that he did the movie for months. Could have been they a fucking day. The movie was three months of shooting. Well, sure, but, yeah. but there's a lot of movies where there's three oh. months of shooting, but well, he, you're not Thank you, Brian Alvarez. Yeah, like, what the fuck? He's in one scene. But he did. He could have been there for three weeks there at the end. He could have been there for a day. Yeah, seriously. It's day shoot, dude. The, the, no, the, the, whole, the whole key, what I was going to say about the special is, is that he, no matter what, on the special, it was, he was, he never did a movie. Hmm. It was, it was never said. It was like he was exhausted for months. Hey, because he's not better. making any money off of it. There was no, movie, <laughs> there was no intermediate period. Visit. He felt better, and then he got cleared, and now he's back. 
So he never brought, I, which I thought is like, we know he did a movie. So um, I don't know why they didn't say it, but for whatever reason, um, you know, and obviously there is a reason, you know, but they, that was, a, that was very clearly left out of this thing. So that was, that was the, the one deal. I don't know. Maybe they just figured if we, if we tell people he's making a movie, we're going to have these weird people thinking it's fake. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> those pictures came out on the movie set. There were definitely people that thought it was fake. Even though it was not. It's not fake. And the, the look, the disease that he had, CML, CML, I mean, and it, it is, it is serious, you know, I mean, but it's, it's not like, you know, like, like I mentioned, there was a NHL player who had the same thing. Oh, he so, had. Then this, so then it gets into the clip that I actually tweeted initially. It is serious, you know. And then we're I mean, done here. But. Because everyone's affected the same way. It's not from like, you know, like, like I mentioned. There was an <laughs> NHL player who had the same thing he had in the 2007 season who did not miss one game. He played every game while on this. And hockey is a pretty damn demanding sport. So everyone's different, you know. And he didn't take. He actually said the pill was um, oral chemotherapy, but it really, I don't think it was. Um, you know, because the pill that I was talking about, which is a new pill, and that's what he said. He didn't give the name of it, like I said, but, um, you know, like this is usually, they usually don't use, you know, the treatment of this is usually not chemotherapy or radiation. So I don't understand how that was taken out of context by anybody. Like, it was perfectly in context. I Dude, well, I mean, one of the things he's claimed, first off, one of the most asinine things I heard of on that thing was that he's he's claiming that one of the biggest key factors that Roman may not be saying everything is truthful, not that he's lying outright, but yes. that he's not being truthful, Correct. is that he did this movie. First off, you're not comatose when you're going through this stuff. Like I, You have good days, you have you bad have, days. Exactly. And he says, oh, but this movie's shooting for three months. Dude, he's not a main character no, he, of the movie. I, I feel like it's probably a, a, like Could be for part a day, of an introduction of like The Rock's character in the like, movie at the it, beginning well, of the movie in, or in something the like that. I was with Roman Reigns today. He said that that it's that they they, they uh, delve into The Rock's characters, his Samoan heritage, yeah. and so it seems like yeah, it, it seems like they're he's like he's going to be like the, the Rock's buddy or, or family, member family member in the movie. And you can knock that out depending on a the week. screen time. A day, a day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It depends on, like, I mean, if it's just an introduction in a certain part of the movie, you're right. It's like a day, maybe a couple days. Like also, I, I want to say. Depending on the set, like if it's one day, set. From what I recall, there were pictures from day one when he got to Hawaii because people were taking pictures with him and when he left. I want to say he was there for one month. I also pretty sure he was there on vacation with his family as well. Yeah, he wasn't shooting the treatment. entire time. He was not shooting that whole You're month. Really no, he was in Hawaii dude. for a month. Yeah. You know, like and he was taking doing it taking, really taking it easy. Shot a few scenes with his cousin, yeah. and, and then that was, it's not a bunch of those photos of fans taking pictures with him were at hotels. It wasn't a hotel; yeah. it was a resort. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you the movie the whole time. He says, "I watched the Chronicle." He says, "I was, I was." On the couch for a few months. Okay, so that could be two months. Then he got finally started getting into it. Went to Hawaii. Was in Hawaii for a month. Worked out the whole time he was in Hawaii. Then had another month to keep going, and then was back. That's, yeah. that's very easily in the timeline, and and doesn't make it look like he's lying about Not anything. Not at all. Not at all. So <laughs> I just don't. Also, get like it. just comparing like two people that went through the same thing and be like, whoa. If this guy could do this, why can't this guy? Because it affects 
Everything the, affects the people differently. The main character... Your cologne affects people differently because of how your body works. Hey, the main character, unfortunately, of, Spart- of Spartacus had the same cancer I had. And he's dead. You know? Crazy. Yeah. Same shit. It's like... It's it, it's different across the board. Yeah. Yep. Across the board. Yeah. Oh, that, was, right. that was the most Meltzer's ever been on this show. Yeah, that is. Wow. I was just frustrated with that one this week. Jamie brought up the treatment thing, and it just got me on a tangent. I try not to talk about it, but that did bother me this week. And yeah. the fact that it was just kind of like, well, Ryan took it out of context, and it was like, bro, you what? have. Like, I, mean, I don't know how that, I did that. Like, I, I had no, I had no reason to take his words out of context. I just didn't like. See, could you imagine if I had done that? <laughs> like. I couldn't even imagine. I'd be excommunicated by people. I, yeah. I don't know. I just think it's crazy. I don't know. Because anyone, if anyone did that, if any, I shouldn't say me. Anyone right. in the wrestling community did that. We're all. We're all. Like imagine affected. Leo Rush tweeted, "Oh, he faked that shit." Right. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, fired. Fired immediately. <laughs> and, 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 any wrestler would yeah, probably that. never work again. Never work again. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's definitely the thing to cancel people for. And I, I understand, and I'm not saying that should happen to Meltzer. I'm just shocked that nobody seemed to care. I really was. It's We've all been touched by somebody who's been infected by cancer. And everyone in this room, of course, because we have Jamie as a friend. But if you haven't, like... Lucky for you, but there are people in this world that are being constantly affected by this mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And it's just, to, to make so light of it is fucking insane. I give Meltzer's comments two and a half stars. No, one and a half. <laughs> That's better. That's better. We're two and a half from the Tokyo Dome, though. Uh, Jamie, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at J-A-M-I-E underscore I-O-V-I-N-E or on Instagram at J-A-M-I-E. Did I say that right? J A M I E I O V I N E. And um, it's right across the screen. Right yeah, so I, I should read it is the, on the screen. Read now. the bottom, <laughs> or uh, or you could just see our weekly, our um, either weekly or biweekly drops on the network. That's the shopping app that I, me and my, me and my fellas have uh, developed, and um, we have some really dope shit coming up. Actually, I'll show you guys some after the uh, after we're done. But well, one um, thing you told me is pretty rad. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's yeah. another one that I forgot to mention. But, um, yeah, or that. Or um, every time you tune in to Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, me and Upper Class, you know, Heather Monroe, Double Platinum, Royce Isaacs, we're all there. I saw Suede D'Enzo himself. Yeah. It looks much better. Yeah, he looks, ve- yeah he, he looks very clean. You know, he looks like money now. He does look mm. like money now. <laughs> uh, Eli, where people find you at? Actually, wait. I know you got a lot to say. So, Kevin, where people find you at? <laughs> you guys can find me uh, at Kevin Gets Red on Instagram and Twitter right here. Below, subscribe up there, right? Is no, that, subscribe down there is, too. Is up there too? Nah, it's, I I think it's just down Subs. there. <laughs> uh, Eli, what about you? Twitter at Elijah Bates, <laughs> Instagram at Brindlebeard. You can find me. I'm at Ryan Satin on social media, YouTube. Dot com slash c slash wrestling sheet. That's where you can find all these videos. The Ron Smackdown recaps we do. Wrestling Sheet Radio, all sorts of fun stuff. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. Also, the website, ProWrestlingSheet.com. It's where you can find all these stories and more throughout the week. ProWrestlingSheet.com, at Wrestling Sheet, on all social media. Also, if you want to listen to the audio while you're driving, if you're one of those awesome people watching via YouTube, but sometimes you just can't always tune in there, then make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed as well. It's on Podcast One, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all that kind of stuff. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet.
Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm. 